Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sears Soccer Studs podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. Joe, you're back. That's my voice. I have returned from the wilderness. Nice. It's good to be back. Well, I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, you ready to cut this southern fried biscuit? Sure, sure, man. Um, don't really have anything to put on it. Is You've it... been all over the U.S., so what do you want to throw on this biscuit? Oh, I'm going to throw some New Mexico green chili. All right, I like that. Ooh, good stuff. All right. Even though y'all uh, wouldn't let us sit in your restaurants or even watch soccer outside of your restaurants, New Mexico, good chili. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, Joe, good to have you back. Good to be back. This chair is still uncomfortable, but <laughs> some things never change. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to talk a little bit about your song, your playlist over? Yep. All right. I'll go straight into it. This was the playlist. <sighs> The champion of the playlist, okay. road trip playlist, I would say. Consensus favorite, Ween, Ocean Man. Now, if you're not familiar with Ween, there's some cut-ups, some crazy guys. Did a bunch of crazy albums, but incredible musicians, uh, incredible catalog. Even did a country album, which sounds like a real country album. It went for their craziness. So check that out also. But Ocean Man, for whatever reason, that's the jam. We'll put a link to it. Just turn it up, cruise, and you feel like I did for a while. Nice, nice. Well, tell us a little bit about your trip. Man, uh, went straight from North Carolina to California. Let me shout out to my buddies in California if y'all listening, which you should be. I got y'all on this podcast. <laughs> I told you I'd give you a shout out. Um, yeah, man, went to some national parks, a lot of driving, a lot of scenery. Good food, good times, uh, good soccer bars. Shout out Las Vegas, Crown and Anchor Pub, if you're ever there. One of the best soccer bars. Also, McMullen's in Las Vegas, runner-up soccer bar. Okay. Yeah, so Las Vegas is punching above its weight. Hmm. Next expansion team? Yep, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I saw that Sacramento might be getting Yeah, Sacramento looks like they're out. Um yeah, also, yeah, Vegas. Speaking of Vegas, I did win $250 off Chelsea. That was neglected in the podcast. I thought Matt was going to throw it out there for me. He did not. So I'm saying it now. Appreciate you. Chelsea beat Newcastle 2 to nothing. Had to put up some money, but, yeah, won some money. I felt like that was a no-brainer. So Glad I could help, Joe. Yep, yep I did consult with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I rode the roller coaster in Vegas off that money. I appreciate it. Well, I did warn you that Kepa was playing, so. Yeah, you tried to talk little, me out of it. But, I was like, no Callum Wilson? I'm in. Yeah, he, I mean, Kepa actually looked like he had some uh, some confidence pack, which is good for him. Heck yeah. Well, um, 
Joe listened to the podcast as a fan while he was out. Yes. I took, you know, I separated myself from my duties as, you know, the world's favorite co-host and just listened as a fan. Just driving in the car, maybe in a hotel room, mostly driving in the car. And yeah, took a few notes, just what I would change. And yeah, we're just doing a little brainstorming. So me and Matt have been doing a little more brainstorming today before this very podcast. Think about how we can keep it fresh, you know, liven things up, make it a little more listener-friendly for everybody, a little more fun for ourselves, because we don't want it to be a chore. We do have real jobs. The money is non-existent on this podcast. Right, right. And I am also coming into a new job, so I may end up having... Three, I started a little soccer league for middle school age kids in our little hometown uh, just to try to give them advanced level training at a pretty inexpensive rate. But uh, also maybe doing a little bit more with that. So, yeah, I'm going to be extremely busy with potentially three jobs. So uh, we had to figure out a way to make this work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so, yeah, we also want to open the floor to anybody to email us. We're not too active on social media. Yes, we know. But, yeah, email us suggestions. Uh, long story short, though, we're going to be doing somewhat of a revamp. Maybe yeah. a new logo. Uh, yeah, podcasts won't be coming out as frequently. It won't be as game week focused. Not as detailed, you yeah. know, about every game. Yeah, no 10-game recap. Just make it short, sweet fun make y'all laugh maybe cry yeah maybe regret some of your life choices i don't know (laughs) that's how i feel every week (laughs) anyway that's kind of the uh serious part so be looking forward to those changes stay subscribed we'll be we ain't going away they can't kill us yet so we're going to just uh keep cranking it out just be a little different a little more infrequent still fun be shorter, some good questions, uh, a little discussion, yeah. not as, yeah, uh, game week focused. Yeah. I mean, Joe and I have known each other for probably 30 years, and we can carry on a conversation about soccer indefinitely. And basically what we talked about doing was, you know, we didn't need all of these notes that we wrote down to talk about the game that we love. So we wanted to have it more of a conversation than basically reading off a script. Right. Yeah, make it fun for everybody. So be looking forward to that. I'm going to try out a few things tonight. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess you got anything else? No, just uh, we appreciate everybody that's listened to us up to this point, and we hope we continue to keep you as a listener. But if, if we can't, if this new revamp takes you away, we we're sorry. We yeah. just have to make make this work for us um, because we have not monetized this yet. So it's uh, <laughs> decidedly have not. Yeah. So we're just uh, doing this for for fun. Yep. And it got to the point where it might have been a little more of work than than fun. So we're we're trying to get focused back on that fun aspect of yep. it. Yep. So, yeah, if you're getting your soccer attainment, 
somewhere else, cool. But we hope to have y'all as listeners in the future. Absolutely. Well, um, what we're going to do is talk a little bit about the games. Um, for this week, I know that there was you know, some pretty big games that happened. You know, the second Sears Soccer Studs Derby occurred. Yes. Another uh, nil-nil. <laughs> couldn't even get a bet in on that. But um, what we wanted to do was just go over the games real quick. Um, Man City beat... West Ham 2-1. It's the first time that Man City's been scored on in quite a few games. Yes. And it was our boy, Beast Mode. Ooh. Mikel Antonio. Yes. You know, um, people always said London's either blue or red. It's never never been white or claret. Claret. Yeah. <laughs> but right now it is claret. Dude. Oh, incredible. Yeah, they're actually giving it to Man City. And they just, even with um, Jesse Lingard is looking like, why did man you let him go? Because Daniel James or Jesse Maybe. Lingard, how are Lingard you? Lingard might, he could come uh, back. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Lingard doubter, but dang, I'm, I was wrong. Yeah, like seeing him dancing. <laughs> um, and then there was a big controversy in the West Brom-Brighton game where a goal was given – no, a goal was taken away, then given, then disallowed by VAR. That was a big cluster, you know what. Um, Leeds. Wait, wait, I don't know cluster what. Tell me. Yeah, uh, it's not, not for the kind-hearted. The children. The children listening. of the pod, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Leeds lost 1-0 to Aston Villa. So Aston Villa, if they... When their game's in hand, they could technically move up to the fourth spot. Yes. I mean, yeah, Aston Villa not been looking too good here lately. Excuse my poor English. But this was a good win. Showed a different dynamic to them. They're, they've truly been struggling struggling without um, meaty thighs. Yep. Meaty legs. Mm, I've been struggling not seeing them on my TV. <laughs> and then uh, the final game of Saturday, Newcastle and Wolves played out a draw. All right. And then yesterday, Crystal Palace and Fulham started off with a great nil-nil. Mm-hmm. Fulham missed opportunity. Yeah, they Fulham is the best team ever in relegation. They are, yeah. I mean, Scotty P has cracked the code. They're playing good. He's got players who believe in the whole system. It's yeah, but they got to get that win. Yeah, they are doing really well pulling out the draws, but. Got to go for that throat, the jugular. Yep. Got to get that one. Got to want those W's, boys. Then Arsenal with a big win over Leicester. Gosh. And Leicester, without James Madison, who's going to be out for a while, now Harvey Barnes. Boy, wonder. Barnes. He's out for like six weeks, something. At least six weeks, Mm, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, so Leicester may start falling down the table. If they can't pull pull something together because they just don't look the same without those two. Yeah, well, speaking of going down the table, the next couple games got some teams looking to creep up that table. Right, right. Yeah, Tottenham 4, Burnley. Burnley. Nil. Oh, feels good to say that again. Good, good. Dang. Burnley is falling down the table as well. Tottenham, 
uh, hovering around mid-table, mm-hmm. which you you would expect a little bit more of them. But this has been a weird season, so a little bell renaissance. I personally love to see it. <laughs> I could care less. I, I thought it would happen about five months ago, but hey, better late than never. I mean, he scored in the second minute. He scored and towards the end. Yeah, whatever. That second goal was good, but he shouldn't have been given that much time. That pass to Harry Kane was scrumptious. Yeah, yeah. And then Chelsea and Man U, which we're going to go over here in a little bit. And Liverpool finally win a game? (laughs) (laughs) Win a game? (laughs) Uh, Beat Sheffield United. (laughs) 2-0, which was a scrappy 2-0. I mean, they just... They're not looking very strong. No. Injuries have just depleted that whole yeah. that whole team. <clears throat> but, you know, I've, I've looked at the amount of injuries with other teams, and, yeah, there are a few other teams that have just as many injuries. I think Liverpool may have the most long-term injuries, mm-hmm. though. And their leadership is just decimated. Yeah. The, yeah. the players they really rely on, I mean, losing Jordan Henderson does not help. Van Dyke is always going to be a huge miss, but now all their defenders are just falling apart. Mm-hmm. But they do play Chelsea on Thursday, and Chelsea like to give teams that are struggling a win. So mm, hey. we'll see about that. Merry Christmas. Yeah. And then just a little while ago, Everton beat Southampton 1-0. Another team that at Christmas, Southampton, top four. Yep. Now, goodness. Pushing relegation. Yeah. They, if the rest of the teams weren't so bad below them, yeah, I'd be worried. They are seven points away from relegation right now. Yeah. And it just doesn't look good. I mean, the game I watched today, it just – they just have lost their identity. I don't – I mean, a team that I was so excited to watch now, it's like, oh, I can't – it's not the same it's Southampton. Something's wrong. Yeah. No, it's like when you see that old buddy, you know, you're in college with, you see him a couple years later, you're like, this guy's not fun anymore. Life has been rough on him. You're like, yeah, you're like, he's been going through some stuff. You don't yeah. know what's all happening behind the scenes, but you're like, dang, bro, man. I feel you. Yeah. Hope you get back on track, man. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Joe. Yes. Man U Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Nil-nil. Yep. Um, we were texting, and at halftime, you asked me about how I felt about the game. And I thought it was pretty even. Mm-hmm. But then I hear the NBC commentators, Rebecca Lowe, mm-hmm. Lua, um, <clears throat> who was the other two, Tim Howard, yep, and Robbie Musto, Earl. Earl. No. Musto. Musto. Yeah, Robbie Musto. Talking about how Chelsea just didn't look like they were going to score and that they weren't playing well. <laughs> I I saw a different game, <laughs> at least in that first half. The second half, you know, was pretty even. I felt like both teams took control of the match for certain parts of it. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, do you feel like – Man, you deserve to win? No. 
do you feel like Chelsea deserved to win? Mm, more so than Man United. But, I mean, I think a tie was fair. Either okay. team could have got it. I mean, a few passes differently from Manchester. Yeah, they, they, they could have scored. A few bad passes, a few things going different ways. I mean, Chelsea had some great opportunities. I mean, it kind of pissed me off because I think I jinxed the whole game because I'm like, somebody asked me, oh, is it, you know, open game? Is it? I was like, this is maybe like 30 minutes in. I'm like, it's pretty open. Like, they're going for it. No. Nah. Yeah. Slowly but surely, like an anaconda just squeezing the life out of his prey, it became slower, more cagey, more boring, Yeah. to where it was like time stood still. And there was a big controversy in the game. The handball incident in the first half. When it first happened, you know, all the Chelsea players were asking for a handball on Greenwood. Yes, that's what I thought. I did too. Then they slowed it down and it looked like, or it appears, and I'm pretty sure that, I'm not pretty sure, I I saw Cullum Hudson-Odoi's hand touch the ball. When I saw the VAR, I was really upset because I'm like, they're going to give them. I thought it was stone cold. Yeah. Everything that I've read from, you know, ex-referees to commentators to ex-players, I mean, it's kind of split down the middle. I mean, the panel on NBC Sports were like, ah, it's not really a penalty for me. Somebody... I was reading um, an article, and it may have been just a Reddit comment. I know that I use Reddit a lot, but it's a good source. <laughs> you do. But, um, it is. One person said they didn't think it was a handball by their understanding of the game, but by the rules of the game, it should have been a handball, which I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain times, especially if you've ever refereed young kids, where you, you can tell the difference between a handball, a ball hitting a hand, and then a ball, a hand to ball. Mm-hmm. You know, which is... They change the rules every week, and honestly, I feel like the referees are kind of just making it up as they go now. And so it's just the referee's discretion right now. Is it, There's... No rules that anybody's following. No, no. there's no clarity. There's uh, it's just a muddled, dirty mess. Yeah, I honestly wish that VR would just they get rid of it. I think keep goal line technology offsides. I think it kind of evens out over a season. That's fair. But certain, I just you know thinking about it before VAR I remember certain times especially like a Arsenal game where Lacazette did like almost the hand of god yes and flicked it to Aubameyang who scored or something that was a big controversy it was like oh yeah you can see it why don't we have instant replay for the stuff like that but we tr- we've tried it and it's taken the complete joy out of the game Having to wait to celebrate a goal because the referees don't or the linesmen don't put up their flag until it either goes into the back of the net or somebody gets their leg broke. I mean, that to me is the worst because that's that's like striking right at the soul of the game. Like when you score and you celebrate and you're with your teammates, that should be the moment right there. Instead, yep. they kind of have a little bit of that. Then you're watching the screen, you're watching the ref. 
And it's just it's killing it. Yeah. I'd like to see personally a memorandum, a hiatus, whatever you want to call it, on memoriam, maybe is what I'm thinking of. On VAR. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can't correct you on uh, okay, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a timeout on it. Let's say do away with it to the end of the season. Something like that. Reevaluate. Can you make it better? Okay, let's keep it. Is it better without it? Okay, let's do that. I think there's some good in it, but yeah, overall, like it is, it's slowly sucking the joy out of goals. I mean, it's just, there's too much of it. They need to drastically reduce it somehow. Instead of, it's like the U.S. tax system or something. It's like all these little rules, and it started out real simple, and then now it's a size of encyclopedia. Right. This VAR stuff is just is too muddled. Nobody can really decipher it. And then they they look at the handball rule and change it week to week. Yes. I mean, I wonder how. It's like a Wikipedia page. Yeah, exactly. Anybody can edit it <laughs> yeah. um, on any given day. Do we do we know how people feel outside of the English Premier League with VAR? Because you know my feeling of the referees in England are awful. Right. So I know that other leagues have better referees, and I'm assuming have better VAR. Are they still having the same kind of issues, or is this just... England. All right. Hmm. That's a good question. Need maybe some... this summer at uh, the Euros, maybe we'll see then. If, like, an entity like UEFA take it over, maybe it works better. But, yeah, it's just it's, it's destroying the game. There has to be a better way. That's my opinion. I'm not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater, but... Yeah, there's got to be a better way. Got to tweak it. Yeah. I agree. But getting back to the Man U-Chelsea game, I mean, you know, I remember Man U having one good opportunity that uh, Mindy saved. Yes. And I felt like Chelsea had two or three. Yep. I mean, easily Manchester United could have won it, could have – Got a goal at the end. I mean, there were some chances. Things went a little different. You know, McTominay, a little pass. He did a couple passes, really. Um, Yeah, overall, Chelsea, more chances. Probably if I had to pick one, I'd be like, yeah, 60-40 Chelsea to win. I mean, they marked. I mean, Bruno, I think, had his lowest expected uh, assists of the season. It's like .03 expected assists he was invisible yes which is smart i mean he everything goes through him i don't know why teams haven't done that before just shut him down i mean yeah. i mean you i've <clears throat> just recently heard since thomas tuchel has come in this double pivot of uh midfielders so yesterday it was conte and kovacic All right. and i think they just smothered yes they were always knew where he was knew where Bruno was. So anytime the ball came close to him, they made sure that he either just passed it sideways or back or didn't have much time on the ball because he he was, like I said, he was invisible. So I thought um, Chelsea did a great job doing that because, gosh, when you look at the numbers, it's like, okay, somebody just man-mark him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's very smart. No Pogba. Who else is really going to get you from the center midfield? Fred? No, come on. McTominay, I, I like. Didn't have his best game. 
some days he's on fire, some days he's a little off. But yeah. he been out with injury. I think he was a surprise selection. You know, Ole Gunner was trying to do a little switcheroo, get him out there, surprise everybody. Might have worked, but yeah, uh, yeah. You just gotta get gotta get those W's, boys. Yeah, I saw <laughs> I saw the expected goals after the game, and Chelsea was point nine, and Manchester United was like point two two. So. Right. Super low. Yeah. Um, so after the game, OGS, Ole Gunner, uh, said a few things about, one, the handball and how it, he thought it was a clear and obvious handball. And then <clears throat> he went on to say that Frank Lampard <laughs> came out and said that Manchester United gets a lot of calls. And ever since then – they haven't been getting any calls. Do you think that OGS has a point there? Does he have a valid point? Or is he just, since he's true Man United and he's, only sees red. He's, he bleeds red. That he doesn't see the last, I don't know, how long has Man U been? 19 or 1892 or something? Oh, yeah last 130 years that they've been getting calls for them <laughs> i don't know i think it's selective bias i mean he's yeah he's obviously biased and he's maybe not seeing things like he should i know there's there was some story i think on the athletic about how uh, the thinking was he was just parroting back what the manchester united media team had presented to him about you know so-and-so said this here's what's been happening between Man United, Chelsea. So for whatever reason, that was on his mind. It seemed a little odd. But, I mean, what bothers me more is the fact that we can't seem to win against or even Big score six. goals. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, clean sheet, always good. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought my boy Hakeem was going to score that one. Oh, gosh. That was probably the chance yeah. of the game. Yeah, it was really unfortunate. Um, he, man, he was the one I was most excited about because he was already, you know, Kai Havertz is like a generational talent from what everybody says out of Germany. Um, but Ziyech or Ziyech coming in, I was really hoping that he would, because he's 28, he's already the finished product. Yeah, he's the real deal, like ready. Yeah. Slot him in. And you can tell, like, his touch and his passes from the first game where you're like, okay, this ain't a guy that needs, like, time to, right. to gel. Like, this is the guy who's ready. And he got injured real early in the preseason, and he just has not found his way yet at Chelsea. And, you know, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be difficult for him to get into that team, especially the way Tuchel's playing right now. But, man, I – I want to see him get his confidence back because when he has that swagger, he's scary. Mm -hmm. Man, when he was at Ajax towards the end before he he left, I mean, he was just – that Champions League run that they did like two seasons ago, I mean, that whole team was nasty. But, gosh, he was so influential in that team. And I just want to see him, you know, put out his best work. I'm with you. I'd like yeah. see it. Also, I'd like to see Donnie. 
Might see some good work from him. <laughs> no, Speaking of IX, the IX team. He never should have left. Or he, if he did, he should have gone somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, I, I still have to hope. see him. I still have hope. I mean, when he plays, it's like, what's he really doing? He looks a little skittish out there, like a scared little deer. Well, I mean, I, I completely understand what he's going through. Well, his, his confidence is wrecked. Yeah. And he's – I mean, I've I've watched him play for Man U, and I'm like, he has such a high IQ. Oh, he's a yeah, he will be a great player for somebody. I hope it's with us, maybe this season. If not next, who knows? But yeah, that's just a little little side note. Yeah, yeah. All righty, well, shoot, looks like we're gonna be done under thirty minutes. Yeah. So we were just trying this on. Yeah, um, see how it fits. Yeah, we want you to reach out to us. You know, email us at searsoccerstuds at gmail. Um, give us give us your ideas. Um, we always love emails, and we'll read yep. them out every time. Yeah, we want to. Yeah, we want to lean more into that. Your emails, good questions. We could shoot do twenty minutes on a good question. Yep. Give you some good. Yeah, give us some good uh, ammo. We'll we'll use it up. And if not, we will, you know, more than likely just come up with some of the tailgates, you yep. know, ourselves, and just talk about stuff that we're passionate about um, in regards to soccer and the footy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're gonna try just just to tweak a little little yeah. things. Yeah. Let us know what you like, what you don't. You don't hurt our feelings. Yeah. And we're gonna try to yeah tailor it, make yeah. it a little better, quicker, shorter, better, funnier. Sexier, maybe. <laughs> you probably need to get my voice off of this. Sexier. Um, oh, quick shout out, Jason! Thanks for filling in. You got absolutely. a good voice, man. Even his Silky. accents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We want to hear more accents. Did you like his uh, his son Sean Deitch? Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, good. I thought he was good too. Yeah, he, yeah. He's got a talent. And yeah, we're we're also trying to figure out exactly what to do with our segments too. You know, we enjoyed them. We think that you did. <laughs> we always really say sure. that you did. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. We don't want to speak for you. So yeah. But we may have a little tweak for those as well. Yeah. So yeah, if you you're a longtime listener, never wrote in. This is your time. Right. We want to hear your voice. And I also quick shout out to that raccoon in Oklahoma, who stole our avocado. And forgot about you. You will meet me again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's healthy fat, man. Yeah, it's devious. All right. Well, guys, um, again, thank you, Joe. Good to have you back. And Good to be back. You came for the footy, stayed for the accents. Until next time, studs up. <laughs>